Welcome to the special post-election edition of the New Hampshire Journal Podcast. I'm Michael Graham. As we record, the election results are still coming in. So we will have another podcast very soon with myself and Drew Klein of the Josiah Bartlett Center. But first, I did catch up with Governor Chris Sununu. Another reporter asked him, what is your first term agenda going to look like? And then we got to ask the governor a couple of questions ourselves. The top priority is still going to be COVID, of course, making sure that the vaccine gets out, making sure that we can continue to manage the way we have, because this is not going away tomorrow. It is not going away on January 1st. We're going to be in this for some months. And so management of the COVID crisis is paramount. Presenting a budget, a balanced budget and tax cuts. I think that's still a great opportunity for individuals and businesses. We're going to be presenting that uh, in February. Absolutely, because it can be done and it can be done responsibly. Building up the rainy day fund. Uh, we haven't dug into it yet. We may at some point, but we got to keep building that up. And, and the legislature has pushed back on my ability to build up that, that savings account, putting caps. I mean, a cap on a savings account, that makes no sense. So we really need to get that cap off and really make sure we're building up those reserves for when there is a crisis. Because when times are good, that's when you should be saving or at least returning the money to, back to cities and towns. And then finally, um, I think just making sure that we're, we're focusing on businesses and the economy and getting people back to work. That's what they really want. They want some, want some sense of normalcy. They, they know they have to be responsible, wearing masks and all that kind of sort of thing in various communities, social distancing, maybe remote working when they, when they can and, and have the ability to. But we really need to, again, I think, maintain some of the normalcy that we found in that balance with keeping the COVID numbers low and the economy strong. And again, that's going to be a constant a job, if you will, a constant management process for the, at least through 2021. Can you quickly specify which taxes? Do you mean business taxes? Uh, I think Roman's Meals Tax should be lowered to create opportunity for hotels uh, and lodging and restaurants. Uh, I think maybe even the BET could be lowered as well. So uh, what do Gene Shaheen, ba- Joe Biden and Chris Sununu have in common? They all just won big victories in New Hampshire. Care to explain that to the rest of the world? Um, look, New Hampshire, uh, the, the, the individual has to come first, right? So we look at the candidate. Uh, there's a lot of ticket jumping. There always has been on one side or the other. And that's why you have to go earn it on the House, the Senate, the Executive Council, the governor, whatever it might be. Everyone has to kind of earn those votes. And, and again, I can just speak for my campaign. We tried to do it kind of person to person, town by town. We were very successful. But, you know, it's, it's, it isn't atypical to see Republicans and Democrats on both sides of the ticket win. So uh, you got a little cranky towards the end about some of the things that your opponent was saying about you, uh, you know, the unkindness politics as usual. Was this particularly unfair? Was it just politics as usual? What's up? Um, you know, I mean, in terms of the election, in yeah, terms of the you attack. You called your, your opponent well, the lies that were, well, you know. Were, yeah, look, uh, I, I can, speaking for my campaign, we try to stay very positive. We only do positive ads. We only speak of the good. And we only talk about, I think, where we need to go. I understand when you're when you're behind, the tendency can be to, to be negative and attack and a lot of those lies and things like that. Um, it is what it is. We've won the race. We're putting it behind us. We're moving on. Um, what do you see would be the most significant change for you as governor if it turns out that Joe Biden ends up winning the presidency? You know, right now he's leading, but you can't tell. But if it turns out that way, what, do you, like, what pops in your mind is, hmm, here's some things you got to think about. Well, I don't think the expectation out of Washington changes in that I expect results. I expect them to do their job. I expect them to put politics aside and put people first and not worry about big political agendas and really focus on states and communities as the individuals they need to be treated as. I expect Congress to finally actually do something and stop just talking about it and actually commit to some action. So my expectations have always been there. 
Um, I've been very clear about what those expectations are, and I've been very clear about when the disappointments, whether it's from the President's administration or Congress, um, when they don't come through, I express that disappointment because my job is to focus on the 603 and look out for the people in New Hampshire. So from an expectation standpoint, nothing has changed. I'm going to still hold them all accountable. And last question, there's some talk, you know, there's a court case about possibly letting the legislature convene entirely remotely. Don't even get together, you know, just... Let's, let's not together. How would how would that change how you do your job as governor? Do you think it would change the dynamic in Concord and how things get done? It would definitely change the dynamic. Um, I, I don't. I, I guess it's never been. It's never happened, right? So I'm not quite sure how it would change. It's probably not for the better, to be sure, because whether you're talking to constituents or you're working with legislators, you want to be able to sit with them one on one and hear what they have to say and hear both sides of the argument. That's always better to do in person. But I do understand with the COVID crisis that sacrifices have to be made. So I'm not sure where that'll end up. It'll change things. Um, I hope, you know, whatever um, uh, kind of uh, middle ground has to be found with maintaining people's safety and, and creating the opportunity for the legislature to do their job. Have you they, seen these guys to try to job. work their smartphones? I mean, the idea that they can do this, you can, they're still putting your video on Internet Explorer. I have to go get my 1996 laptop. If 2020 has taught us anything is you better make some big, significant technological jumps. And so hopefully they're making those investments. They have the money. There's a big fund there that the legislature can make those technologically technological investments. They have millions of dollars to use. Uh, they should use it and spend it and, and create the opportunity for everyone for the process to continue as it should. Thanks for being part of the New Hampshire Journal podcast. You bet. Thank you, guys. Please stay tuned for more post-election coverage of the results here at New Hampshire Journal podcast and, of course, at nhjournal.com. Thanks so much for your time. I'm Michael Graham.